storytelling from the neighborhood streets. I am your host, Preston Williams, and uh, today I've got a really fun story that I want to I want to tell you guys about. Uh, it comes directly from the neighborhood streets. If you if you get a chance to listen to that first episode, you know that um a lot of the stories that I'll be telling, some of them will come from more recent experiences, some of them from older experiences, uh kind of tying back into that neighborhood streets name. Uh Back in the day, I had a lot of friends that I would go out and play with uh, just in my neighborhood that lived on my block. And so uh, definitely a lot of fun memories from there. The story that I want to share with you today is directly from that. Uh, and it's all about this Nerf war um, that was so hyped up, but never really happened. So let me introduce uh, some of our characters. So uh, we've got Jack, and Jack was my. Uh, my best friend at the time. I had just met him. It'd probably been, uh, oh, it must have only been probably three or four months that we'd known each other at this point because this happened in the middle of summer. Uh, but there was another boy that we were friends with that lived in our neighborhood, and his name was Drew. And Drew uh, was a kid that lived just up the street, and Jack was really good friends with him, but I wasn't super good friends with him. But that wasn't to say that, you know, I hated Drew or didn't like Drew or anything. He was fine, but. Uh, but Drew, he he liked playing Nerf uh, with Jack and I. Jack and I liked playing Nerf with him. We liked playing Nerf with each other. Nerf was definitely a uh, uh, a pretty big thing between uh, with us for for a little while. And so Drew, he came to Jack and I, telling us about these girls that lived on the other side of the neighborhood, and how. Drew was in this quote unquote nerf war against them this entire time. Uh, and Jack and I, I, I can't speak for Jack, I don't think, but for myself at least, uh, you know, when you're when you're young and you're kind of naive, you believe a lot of the things that you hear, regardless of how true it sounds or not, because the area that he said that these these girls were at, uh, was over this hill that was in the back of our neighborhood that actually led to this old concrete factory. Uh, and they made, I think it was concrete designs or something like that, but it certainly was a factory of some sorts. Uh, but Drew said that these girls were over there and that he's in the Smurf war of like guys against girls. And that's the land that they had and that they claimed. And then we had the other side of the hill and all the area around there. Because there's this big open space that we would always play in. And so this this Nerf War was talked about all the time. Doing prep for it, getting bullets for it, practicing 
uh, with our guns, with our Nerf guns, uh, practicing our shots. And, you know, we would fight against each other. But I remember a lot of the talk was about, uh, was about this Nerf war, right? It was about these, about these girls that we were eventually going to face. And there were a couple other kids that were involved in it with us. Jack's brother, my brother came along the, the fateful day that we were going to go. And so everything was really just building up to this moment of when we finally faced the girls and we had this, we had this fight and we hadn't discussed any like rules or anything. Uh, you know, I'm sure as you know, nerf darts don't really hurt at all. And so it wasn't like airsoft or paintball in the regard of like, you got hit, you like, you knew you got hit and um, you know, just kind of standard rules like that. And so I guess we must have assumed that it was just a one shot kill, but there was all this prep for these, these girls that we were going to face one day, that one fateful day that they came around. Right. And so I remember countless times talking to Jack about it, talking to Drew about it. Cause I was fascinated. I was like, you know, the fact that there was, and the way he made it sound, he made it sound like there was at least like five to 10 other kids that were just like a part of this Nerf war that we never met before. And so I, I was just kind of excited to see who it was going to be and to like, just to meet other people that lived in our neighborhood. But as time built up or as time went on, the the suspense built up and we were all anticipating when this when this Nerf war was getting ready to start. Because uh, Drew kept telling us, he was like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. They're going to tell me when we'll fight, when the battle's going to be, you know, things like that. Just stalling because, of course, he was uh, he was not being truthful about the situation. <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, Jack and I were still uh, engaged in the idea. Or again, I can't I can't really speak for Jack, but certainly for myself, I uh, I was excited for it. I thought it was going to be a lot of fun. And so and it and like I said, it goes back to that that idea of when you're a, when you're a kid, everything seems so weighty, I guess, and everything's so, you know, there's so many things you don't know and uh, things seem almost mystical in a, in a regard. And so that's how this felt to me with the with the nerf war because it seemed like something that was so much so much bigger than you know just me hanging out with my friends at the time it was like an actual battle is what it sounded like like we might be able to claim the the land over the hill and keep moving forward and things like that and so i remember we we constantly were were talking about that for a period of time uh and it was a lot of fun honestly it was a, it was a cool exercise um, that Drew had come up with because I remember becoming better friends with Drew at the time. Uh, just learning, uh, yeah, getting to know him better through something like that. Uh, I remember going over to Drew's house and Jack would come sometimes or sometimes Jack wouldn't be there, but I would hang out with Drew. Um, and, you know, it was fun. Uh, but then there was finally the the, the fateful day that what was supposed to be the Nerf war came around. And that day, I remember we'd been talking about it for the entire time that we were hanging out and we were 
we were anticipating it and we were waiting for it. Uh, and I was hanging out with Jack after he'd gotten home from school, I think. I, it was a long time ago. <laughs> I, it, it must have been, um, let me think. I mean, it's almost been eight years since it happened. So uh, going back is uh, especially, uh, I wrote down a bunch of different um, stories that I've got just from different things. And uh, this one definitely is, I think it actually is the oldest of them all. <laughs> and so um, Jack got home from school because it either been like the end of summer or or I was doing schoolwork because I was homeschooled at the time. Uh, and so I was doing schoolwork uh, during the day, just over the summer, just because we just did schoolwork over the entire year when I was homeschooled. Something like that kept me held up for most of the day. I remember at about two or three uh, you know, in the afternoon, I went and hung out with Jack for a little while. Uh, and Jack and his brother were kind of talking about how Drew said the thing was going to happen tonight. Uh, like later during uh, the early evening when the sun had just started to go down. Uh, but I got caught up inside because my parents wanted me to be home. Uh, and I think it was just for dinner. And then... There was something else I remember that kept me caught up because I remember talking to Jack and his brother and my brother and Drew at uh, my bedroom window, actually. And I was really uh, frustrated because I thought I was going to miss out on on the battle in the Nerf War that I was so excited to finally be a part of for the first time. And I remember I got to I got to go outside uh, uh, something worked out to where I was still able to go. And so I I grabbed my, I'm trying to even remember what the gun was called. Uh, I, I, I wish I could tell you. I think we still have it actually here in my house. Um, but it was this Nerf gun. It was like a rifle. Uh, and it was like the first Nerf gun that I'd ever gotten like personally because I got it for my birthday that year. And so it felt super cool and it was light and it was easy to fire. And so you, you can imagine that uh, kind of felt, uh, I guess, like on top of the world sort of thing uh, with that with that gun. And so I remember getting my gun and going outside, going to and, and, and meeting up with them. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we walked over. We started walking to where the where the fight was supposed to happen. So just to kind of give you a a mental picture of what the neighborhood looks like, um, just down the street from my house, there is this long walkway, and it was probably um, a good half mile, I'd say, maybe a little less than that, but it was a pretty long walkway, and it just ran down the entire side of the neighborhood, and so. If you're walking down the walkway on the right side, you've got all the neighborhood, right? And then on the left side, you've got this big hill with a bunch of foliage and stuff on it. But then once you walked a certain distance, there's a point in the hill where it was just some overgrown grass. Uh, but it's still it's still a pretty tall hill. It starts to taper down towards the end of it uh, and get flatter with the with the walkway. But it's you know it still was a especially when you were smaller, when I was smaller and, and shorter, uh, it still felt like a, 
like a pretty tall hill. And so we walked all the way down to there. And it's sunset out at this point. Uh, classic to the time when when I was a kid, and I'm sure when a lot of you guys were kids, the the streetlight was your time to come home when the streetlights came on. And so the streetlights were coming on and the sun was going down. And I knew that I had to be home soon. So did my brother. Um, but we were pushing forward. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to miss out on this. And I had no idea what was on the other side of this hill, right? I knew at the very beginning of the walkway, uh, there's the, a really big hill with like, you know, trees and stuff at the top. And past that point was the, the, that factory. But further down, the factory didn't extend all the way down that length. And so further down, I had no idea what to expect. And when we finally got up to that point, we walked down this walkway. Uh, we were itching with anticipation, all of us except for probably Drew, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, we were all super excited for this because, you know, it was going to be a, what seemed like a full-on nerf battle and there was going to be, you know, 10 of us engaged in the in the fight and it sounded like a lot of fun. But once we got there, finally, we realized that um, there wasn't actually anything going on <laughs> on the other side of the hill. Uh, we were kind of living in our own, well, I guess Drew was kind of living in his own imagination uh, and we unknowingly were as well. Uh, you know, operating under this under this ruse, the fact that there's you know this team of girls that were we were fighting against. But I remember we got up against that hill, and we didn't dare peek over the top of it yet because we didn't want to didn't want to alert anyone to to our presence there yet. We weren't ready. We weren't ready to start fighting it. But we were getting ready, so we got ourselves propped up, all of us with our guns. We had you know, pistols in our, in our pockets and we all had our rifles and my brother had, uh, I remember the name of it too, actually, you can probably look it up and find it still called the EBF 25. And it was like this machine gun. We all felt so cool <laughs> when we <laughs> walking down, uh, the walkway and then getting up against that hill. And so we were there, we we're waiting for it. And I remember Drew was the first one to to peek his head over the hill, of course, because he he knew what he was going to find. and It was just more grass. <laughs> but he walked up. He was looking up ahead, talking back to us, communicating. And uh, it was fun. Honestly, it was it was a lot of fun in the moment. And then I remember looking over because I, I, I wanted to see, of course, regardless of the you know, the team mission. I wanted to know what was on the other side of that hill. Uh, and I looked over. I didn't see anyone. But again, as just being a naive kid, there's two things going through my mind. And it was either A, they didn't show up because they they weren't able to. And I was thinking it was because it was dark. I was like, well, they might not be able to be here because it's dark outside. Uh, or the the girls aren't actually a real a real thing. They're not a real team. Uh, the girls that have been talked up for so long, but but of course, being a little more naive than I think usual, I expected. I I figured they probably just hadn't shown up that time. But uh, just across the way, there were these buildings. It was 
uh, a small patch of um, businesses straight up the way. And you could see it too because the, the grass was, was cleared for the most part. And it was just this long path. Uh, it probably was just land for sale uh, that hadn't sold yet for any sort of commercial. But there was this commercial strip that was over there. And I remember looking up ahead and I saw cars, I saw trucks that were parked over there and there was these guys just, just working or just shopping, whatever. Uh, but one of them was looking at the window and we actually weren't that far away, right? We weren't that far away from the buildings. I, I think I might be making it sound a little further than we actually were. It was probably, um, uh, you know, probably like 50 yards, 75 yards maybe. So not even the length of the football field. Uh, so they could probably see us as we peeked over the hill and we definitely could see them because they were, they were lit up in the, in the building where they were. And so I remember at the time because we were so close to that factory, I thought we were trespassing. And I remember really trying to let it happen to where they didn't see us. And that was, that was my number one goal after I learned that there were people on the other side of the hill. Um, but not the, you know, not the adversaries that we were seeking to face uh, at the time. And so I was like, we got to we got to go back. We can't do this anymore. Uh, and we spent, you know, we were probably sat there for five or 10 minutes looking over and talking and communicating. What should we do? Do we keep looking for them? You think we'll find them? Do you think they're even here? What if the you know, what if those guys see us that are over there at the buildings? Because, you know, we, again, we thought we were trespassing uh onto that into that factory and so we didn't we didn't want to do that um so we ended up actually just turning back around and going home <laughs> uh eventually i can't remember the time that i learned that it was fake but uh it came around shortly thereafter that that moment that i learned and someone told me it was fake it's probably jack uh but he told me that it was fake and I remember feeling just really disappointed. I was like, man, you know, such a cool opportunity that we almost had, but just completely missed out on it. Um, and there was something I was going to say about Drew, but I can't, I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what it was like um, for Drew, like what the experience was like for him as he was just leading his, his friends into what he knew was going to be nothing, but... Uh, he kept up the he kept up the lie for so long, and just kept saying that they were over there. They were there. They were. He'd been in fights with them before when, when we weren't friends with him. You know, there had been fights, and uh, you know, on and on and on. And maybe you know, I'll even give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's say that there actually was a nerf battle that happened over there one time with a couple girls that lived in our neighborhood from however long ago. Um, Clearly, it hadn't happened for a long time if that was the case. But uh, again, I'm I'm pretty darn sure that it was probably not anything, uh, not anything real in the first place. I do wonder if, because uh, that was not the first time that he lied to us. It happened uh, several times, time and time again. He would lie to us just about different things, and so I, I do wonder if there was an issue that he had with like consistent lying or, you know, something in his family that had caused it. So, uh, cause I was never 
at least what I can remember, I was never mad at Drew about that. There were things that Drew had done back in the day that made me uh, frustrated and upset sometimes. He's kind of mean. And I think that just came from a lack of people that he was around because, like I said, he was homeschooled. Uh, And Jack and I, I think, were his first uh, real friends that had come around, uh, at least in a while, because he he'd done stuff. He played sports and things like that. But as far as we always saw any time that uh, he was out or around the neighborhood, he never had anyone around that was like, you know, from the sports that he played or from other neighborhoods or other friends or family friends. And so as far as I know, we were, we were one of his first friends too. And honestly, Drew and I kind of came from the same perspective or the same starting point, I guess, because um, while he definitely was involved in a lot more social stuff than I was in terms of the neighborhood, at least I think that Jack and I were some of his first closest friends, just like Jack was my, you know, first actual close friend that I had um, way back during that, during that time back in 2012, 2013. And so it's, it's a really interesting story to kind of look back at sometimes just kind of seeing where I was when I was that age. Um, Cause the biggest thing in the world was these, you know, these girls that we fought in this nerf war that never even was actually a thing in the first place. But Jack and I, uh, with Drew tagging along sometimes or other people, but I remember doing it with Jack a lot. We would take on these things to, you know, try and make something or try and create something or do something big. I remember uh, Jack and I, when we were younger, probably 12 or 12 or 13 in that, in that range when we were young, um, we had made what we called vines, uh, and we made only one actually. (laughs) And it was just a silly vine where I I shouldn't even say vine because it didn't even get uploaded onto vine. Uh, it was just a six second video that we made. And I, you know, I, I took, he had a camera and I, I took this, this mechanical pencil as if I was taking a shot or something. Uh, and we put this like color effect on it where it like changed the colors on the screen. And it, it wasn't even funny. The joke was haha drugs. <laughs> and that, that was it. That, that was the joke. But, uh, I remember Jack and I would always try to do stuff like that. There was a point at, Drew's house one time that oh this actually lasted for a week or two that he was trying to add on this addition to this playground set that he had in his backyard. Uh, we had got wood and we were like nailing this wood down. It was this big day project. We were all there together. Uh, and we there's just these two by fours that Drew just had and we were just taking nails and nailing them in and, and quote unquote creating an addition to his, his playground set. Um, I actually remember Jack, he went out to like test the the stability of it. And keep in mind, Jack was like, oh, you know, 60 pounds. <laughs> He's super light at the time. Uh, but he went out to like test how heavy it was. And he like bounced on the wood a couple times. And then it just broke through just completely. <laughs> uh, 
thankfully he was okay. I don't think he was, he, he wasn't hurt severely. I don't think he was hardly hurt at all, though. I think it's just kind of the shock factor of it all that, you know, uh, it kind of startled him. But it's just kind of funny because we always, there were so many things that we had done where we were just so like, I don't even want to say in over our heads because uh, it was fun to do those things, you know, to be, to be dreaming of things that were bigger than ourselves at the time. And I honestly think that's really important for um, a lot of people, regardless of their age, uh, when you, I think the younger, the better. Um, but that was whenever we first started trying to do these like projects and create things and make videos. And, and it was a lot of fun. And looking back, now at this point where I've got, you know, uh, a pretty good quality microphone, I've got some mic accessories and, and my own computer and I'm, I'm recording this on, you know, Audition, you know, a really nice sound, uh, sound recording software. And looking back at all of it now, just seeing where I am compared to when I, when I made that, that Vine with Jack uh, where drugs was the joke and that was just it, it was ha drugs uh, but I edited it on uh, what was it called Windows Movie Maker uh, looking back at all those times it's uh, it's kind of fun to see how far I've been able to come just in like just in life in general you know with the things that I've been able to accomplish there's, some, there's a bunch of stories that I'll be telling here in the future about some of the things that I was able to accomplish in high school and some of the fun things that I've done since starting college. Um, and being just a, I, I don't know if I've said this already or not, but being just a sophomore in college, I've had some opportunities, uh, but nothing too crazy yet. And so uh, uh, those stories I'm sure will come around when they do as those opportunities open up in the future, as I keep going through. Uh, through college, but the, you know, it, it opened up cool opportunities for me in, in high school, just kind of that mindset that was, that was there from the get go when we were younger. If I want to be something more, I want to be something bigger than myself. I want to create things. I want to, you know, do things with excellency. I want to do things that are new and fun and cool, like uh, adding an addition to a playground uh, set at someone's house or, uh, making a vine that no one would see, but just for ourselves, uh, or even the the engaging and fighting in the Nerf war that never was. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I I think it's I think it was a a lot of fun though. It's a cool story that uh, I've not actually shared in a long time, and so it's always fun to kind of revisit those those days back when I, um was get like had started my first real social circle uh with people that I wasn't like family with or anything they were actual my actual friends and so uh it's always always a fun time to revisit and tell stories about whenever I get the opportunity to uh and that is you know even one of the reasons why I started this was to have the opportunity to just tell a bunch of stories from from times back when uh just cuz I think it's fun but uh Anyways, that is that is the story of the Nerf War that never was back in back when I was in junior high. Um, I'm starting to get stuff set up now, uh, like an Instagram. I might create a Twitter. 
Um, cause I need to, uh, I want to create more engagement, but I'm not quite sure how to do that because part of me doesn't want to share this on like my like personal profiles and stuff. And it's not like a, a, a shyness thing about this project. I, I think it'd be fine if other people heard it, but I've already promoted some stuff on there a couple different times without, uh, posting anything else. And so I don't know if that goes against, uh, social media etiquette, uh, or something like that, but <laughs> I've not posted uh, about it on my personal page, but I'm going to start getting, uh, different social media set up. I've already got a placeholder name for, uh, Instagram and it's just called neighborhood streets. If you want to, uh, check it out and follow it. If you're listening to this now. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm really excited for, uh, the time coming, but thank you guys for, uh, listening to another, another one of my stories, uh, from the neighborhood streets and, uh, I think that's all I've got to say. So I will, I'll see you guys next time.